Things, a podcast and radio show from the David A. Howe Public Library, recorded right here in Wellsville, New York. Today, my guest is my old pal and my co-host on 902 and Here We Go, Kendra Mickles. Kendra, welcome back. Hello, everyone. Oh, you Excited cut out. to be here. Will you do it again? You cut out. Hello, everyone. Excited to be here. <laughs> it was a lackluster hello. I just, <laughs> it was very low well, watt. I thought it was because my voice... My voice was too high the oh, first see. time, so okay. I tried to bring it down. Got it. Okay. I understood. Understood. So, Kendra, of course, uh, every week, Kendra and I are together for 902, and here we go. She's been on lots of episodes of the All the Book Show. One episode of How's Things, where we were talking about a similar topic that we're going to be covering today. Uh, it's an Oops All Bookmark episode, because Kendra and I are just going to be talking about all the things we've been reading and comic booking and watching over the last several months. Kendra, are you excited about this? Yes, it's it's the stuff that we normally talk about every time right. that we yes. talk. Yes. We're just recording it. Now, right, exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. We're just running a microphone in a room where Kendra and I are talking. <laughs> I will say, I feel like uh, out of all of my friends, you and your dumb husband, Eric, probably uh, are the only ones... <laughs> Is that, that how think... you refer to him on this show now? Yeah, since I do. Moved? Yeah, right. Yep. <laughs> since he's been gone. Uh, you. Anyway, you guys are probably the only ones who like follow and or care about movies and TV to the level at which I do. It is the same. I think the only other person besides you and your wife is my brother. Okay. Is You are the three people that I can talk That's to it. about everything I'm watching and reading. I'm secure enough in, in my own pop culture-ness to admit that you surpass me in this. Because... I don't know about that. No, I think so. I, I mean, geez, I could tell you every episode of I Dream Not of Genie, you know? Not with books. Okay. All right. All right. But, like, I'm sure you've seen every Oscar-nominated movie, correct? Uh, almost. almost. Oh, my gosh. Kendra, what are you missing? I got... Here, here let me show you. Look at my uh, Wow. I brought my bullet journal. That is... The green dots are the ones I have watched. Okay. <laughs> I need to screenshot this for our people. You're either really organized I'll, I'll, I'll or a serial it. killer, and I'm not sure which one. It's a bullet journal. You're right. Bullet okay. journals are accepted yes. in society. <laughs> okay. Um, We are going to watch uh, the last Best Picture nominee we need to watch tonight, okay. actually. And then I will have seen all the best pictures. But this year, it's been nice because years past... You know, you haven't been able to watch this stuff. Yeah. Like the live action shorts, the documentaries. Like, right. if you didn't catch it live on TV, when were you ever going to see it? Um, yeah. But I'll, pretty much everything has been available on some streaming platform That's this nice. time. Um, That's cool. So, yeah. So I've been able to watch a lot. Okay. All right. Let's get to movies. But why don't we start with books? What? Tell me what you're currently reading. Like, as of right now, what are you reading? As of right this second, yeah. I am currently reading... The Heart is a Lonely Hunter oh. by Carson McCullers. Um, I like which that title. I picked, yeah, I picked for the book club that I do with my cousins. Um, it was my pick, and that's what I went because I want. I was feeling like a more like classic. Yeah, this is a book you need to read in your life. Okay. kind of book. So I'm not. Sh I'm not sure when it came out. I want to say 
the 20s, okay. but I could be wrong about that. I am not very far into it. I, it's not one of those books where I'm like, I have an hour before bed, let me read this, because yeah. it's older and it kind of, you know, those tend to put me to sleep faster. Yeah. So I need to just, you know, have a Saturday where I've got a couple hours and I can just sit and read it. Yeah. But yeah, so I'm not far enough into it really to comment. Okay. I am I am currently reading a, a, a book club with friends book club pick similar to you. This one is Project Hail Mary by Andy Weir. Have you read this one yet? Andy Weir has lost my confidence. Oh my gosh. After Artemis? Yeah. Oh man. I hated it. I hated I, it so oh, much. <laughs> I agree. I agree. So Andy Andy Weir wrote The Martian and it was a real like rags to riches kind of story because The Martian was just a self-published little thing and then it kept gaining momentum and then suddenly you know, a publisher picked it up, and then it became huge, and the movie right. really got Matt Damon. Whole big thing. Then we got a sophomore slump with Artemis. A sophomore? I don't even know. What's worse yeah. than a slump? Avalanche. <laughs> uh, but, and I listened to a lot of the audio, because I'd heard bad things about it. And we did it for the Library Book Club. We did Artemis uh, a few years back, or whenever it came out. And I'd heard some negative reviews, and so I was listening to the audiobooks. It was read by Rosario Dawson, and I thought, surely Rosario also, Dawson can sell it. I also listened to the she audiobook. Couldn't. It was awful. It was bad. I am liking Project Hail Mary so far. I'm not very deep into it, but I but I'm enjoying it, and I'm hoping that like he worked out the kinks, you know. All right. Hopefully. But this is uh, so I've, I'm I'm sure I've told you about this book club a million times, but uh, my brother and two friends and I have read a Star Trek and Star Wars book together, and we just alternate Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars, and we started this because like we just had a couple books that we were going to read, and that was like years ago. And we've read almost 70 <laughs> books together now, the four of us. Yeah, you've read a lot. And so we were kind of getting to this point where we were like, we have read everything that both Star Wars and Star Trek has to say about the world <laughs> or characters, you know? So this is the first time that we're branching out outside of like Star Trek, Star Wars, Star Trek, Star Wars. So we'll mm -hmm. see how it goes. There was some reluctance because yeah. Star Trek, Star Wars books tend to be pretty easy, breezy reads. And Project Hail Mary is a little bit chunkier. But I'm excited. Mm -hmm. I'm excited to diverge. Yeah. Let's stick with books Shake for a up. minute. Let's stick with books for a minute. Have uh, what? What's some of the other things that you've been reading this year that you've been getting into? Book books. We'll talk comic books in a minute. Well, <laughs> I will say, since I'm reading The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, yeah. and that's more of like a classical book, sure. I pulled off my shelf uh, Midnight Sun, the... <laughs> twilight book that i've already read kedra we <laughs> did I've a whole episode in a twilight mood if, i know if you want to know more yeah to read it again yeah 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 we did a and, whole episode um, so about midnight sun back on the all the book yeah, show so, so you can go back it's and find on it. my it's on my nightstand if i need something just like lighter yeah. to read yeah <laughs> And I don't know. I think seeing Batman and Robert Pattinson has gotten me back into oh, that Twilight yes. mood. Okay. So I might be rewatching the movies again soon. We'll okay. See. Okay. Um, but right before I started The Heart is a Lonely Hunter, I read a book that you and I talked about, The a House at the Bottom of a Lake. Oh, Josh Mallerman. Yeah. Um, yes. Which you liked. I did. Yeah. And I thought it sounded interesting. And <laughs> my husband works at a library. They did not have it at any library mm. so he used his you know he pulled some strings and got them to order it for the library <laughs> so i could read it um so i read it and he read it um and i really enjoyed it i mean i like i'd never wanted to put it down it took yeah. me like two days to read it but i i could have read it in one sitting had, yeah. if i'd had the time to do that so i don't know how i feel about the end 
Yeah, but that's fair. The rest of it was um, it was so good. Highly yep. recommend. So loosely, the plot is these two uh, uh, teenagers, a boy and a girl, go on a little like rowboat, and they get deep into the lake. I guess they're in a lake. And yeah, there's like several lakes. They keep like going. Yeah farther and further in and they find sort of like a little offshoot of this lake and they're there and they see a house at the bottom of it and they go explore and it's not like a you know a waterlogged destroyed house it's like if a house was just under a lake but everything was normal you know like yeah the tables and chairs still on the ground you know plates still on the table whatever and so they become obsessed with it and just keep exploring yeah yeah i, I don't know how you end a book like that and I was relatively okay with what they did, but it's not a big climax of an ending. So if, no. if that's what you're looking for, you're not going to get it. But I think if you're just kind of like, huh, well, what was that all about? Yeah. You know? And it was interesting because my husband read it as he went into it being like, this is a horror book. Mm. And I went into it more as this is more like fantasy with okay. some horror elements yeah and i think i enjoyed it more because mm. i looked i was looking at it that way like he was disappointed with the horror of it yeah so well that, you know, that makes sense that because you will well i think the atmosphere is that of horror but it's not particularly scary so like yeah. you gotta adjust as you go along yeah but yeah he, uh, that author josh mailerman has several books that came out all sort of back to back. The first book of his I read was Bird Box, and I haven't seen the movie, but I really enjoyed the book. And there's a sequel to that, which I plan to read, and several others. I mean, they all look interesting to me, and I want to just kind of yeah. pick through all I'm of them. I'm definitely going to read more. Yeah. Definitely. That one kind of reminds me of one that I read called Tide Pool by Nicole Wilson. Uh, set in like late 1800s, it's about these people who are coming to this little town of Tide Pool trying to investigate if it is a potential for a tourist place, you know, if they can build up this town and make it, you know, like a go-to destination for people. And these weird murders start happening. And it is, I don't think it's giving anything away if you've seen the, if you've seen the cover of this book or know anything about it to say that it has a fantastical element to it. So it's a bit of fantasy, a bit of horror, a bit of murder mystery. And it's kind of outside of the things that I would normally read, but I, picked it up I, I think doing research for a podcast i came across it and ended up really liking it so you might you might like that one as well interesting yeah put it on the list okay i also finished recently a couple more fantasy ones i read the alpha and omega series by patricia briggs oh yes and so i read the newest one in that series and it was it was good. There's only been one in that series that I was like, kill me now. I hate this. <laughs> and it was literally just because there were so many horse facts, facts about horses. I was like, stop telling me about horses. Oh. I'm not interested. Yeah. <laughs> and if you go on Goodreads, there some other people complain about that as well. But this is a good What I picked up this series because I was like, I want something like Twilight, but I'm an adult. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and But I don't want hardcore, sexy stuff. Yeah. Yeah. I just want like a mix of the two. And I think this is the perfect series for that. So Are those not I feel super like I sexy? It before. I guess I thought Patricia Briggs books were pretty sexy. I feel sexy. like they start more sexy. Okay. And then I feel like as we've gone on, it's been less and less. There's definitely a sex scene in, okay. Okay. in every book. Mm -hmm. But it's not like the overall... Okay thing it's Got not it. about that it's about a bunch of other stuff and that just happens to be there i recommend that if you're looking for okay. something like that like i was i also just read marissa mayer's new book 
Gilded. Oh. Um, which came out, I think it came out last year? Or it came out this year, maybe. It, it It's very, very recent that it came out. But she wrote the Lunar Chronicles, yes. like Cinder yes. and Cress and all those, yes. which I, I read, loved. I read Cinder, yep. And I... I loved this one. Like yeah. I was, I was sad that there was not more. <laughs> Is it a one <laughs> and done? No, no sequels or anything? No, it's not. Oh. No, it ends okay. on kind of a, we're definitely going wow. on. I didn't know um, that you were allowed to do that anymore. I thought everything had to be franchised. Yeah. I was like, uh, I really thought it was going to be a one-off. Yeah. So when I got to the end, I was like, uh, right. <laughs> the Cinder ones are like, they're fantasy, but it's also like cyberpunk. Yeah, exactly. She's a cyborg yeah. and right, whatever. Right. This is just straight up fantasy but with like fairy tale stuff so i loved it okay so i recommend that one all right that sounds good uh i recently i so i've never read ursula k Le Guin before and so i read her cat wings series which is very you know it's not some of the more like heady ursula k Le Guin stuff that's out there um it's more of a, a you know junior young adult level series and it's really just about these this family of cats that have wings and there's no explanation given sure and there's four sure. of these little novellas. Uh, I read some to my son. I, I read some just by myself. And uh, I really enjoyed them. I'm going to be reading The Left Hand of Darkness by Ursula K. Le Guin for a library book club a little later. Fun. Uh, so I'm going to dig a little deeper into Ursula K. Le Guin. But this this was a nice soft start. You know, if you've never read that author before, it's, you know, it, it's an easy entry into her work. I've never read any Ursula K. Le Guin, but well, my husband loves The Wizard of Earthsea yeah. and all those books so yeah those those are those are the more well-known ones but cat wings is like i said nice little simple entry point i gotta tell you kendra it's been two years of me complaining about this so this is not news for anyone i have not fully regained my ability to just like pound through books the way that i used to i don't know mm. i'm still i for me i go through i go through moments yeah like i read like gilded wild sign house at the bottom of the lake and now it's just like I'm not reading it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I am, but I'm like not. So, yeah, I, I feel think, that. I think in some ways it's my patience that has changed more than anything because I used to, I mean, years ago, I had a lot of trouble stopping a book even if I despise it. And I've gotten over that a mm. little bit. But I still was able to kind of push through books that I were just kind of like, yeah, whatever. And now, I don't know. Like if it's not just grabbing me, I'm I have a too hard short. time. It is. You're right. You Life's are right about that. Uh, in another low, like just a light book that I read, I read Is This Anything by Jerry Seinfeld. Fun. Yeah. Uh, I listened to the audiobook on that, which is read by Jerry Seinfeld, which is the way to go. The only complaint mm-hmm. I have about it is that it is a, a lot of it is like him going through his old bits and just kind of talking about that and his life as a comedian, kind of taking you through the different decades. So if you're somebody who's heard a lot of Seinfeld bits, you know, his stand-up specials or whatever. I feel like you've heard a good 75% of this book already. So that's the only that's the only caveat I'll put on there. Still fun, still fun to revisit, but I was like, yeah, I know that one. Bloodstains? If you've got bloodstains, maybe laundry isn't your biggest problem right now. I'm like, yeah, I know the punchline <laughs> of that. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, do you have any other books or do you want to talk comics? I know you have a list of comics. The only, the only other book that I read this year that I would really like put high was The Boys by Ron Howard and Clint Howard. Just a great, oh, a great story of 50s, 60s, 70s, 80s kind of Hollywood and uh, television. Really interesting. Also a good audio book read by both of them. So I would say check that out. But yeah, let's dive into some comics. Where are you at comic-wise, Kendra? I did just read the entire 
manga series for um it's called emma oh and i went to the library randomly found the first volume of it picked it up and then the charlotte library system did not have at any of the libraries anymore <laughs> Just so one. i asked wow. my husband who works in a different library system do you have these and he brought home like mega oh, yeah. volumes yep and I was like, oh my goodness. And they have all of them, okay. all five of the mega volumes. So he just kept bringing them home and I kept reading them. And I read all five giant volumes yeah. um, in a few weeks. And it, it was cute. It's like a, it's a romance in like, I don't know, I get my time periods mixed up, but like Victorian England, okay. where it's like a maid and a nobleman kind so, of fall in love. So but, it's but their not, families against it doesn't it. have anything to do with like the book, Emma. No. Okay. Mm -mm. But yeah, it was pretty cute. Weren't you also reading Snow White with the Red Hair? Yes. I I haven't gotten another volume of that recently, okay. but I did read volume 17. Okay. So that's how far I am. Okay. And I love it. I really, it's it's really cute. That's pretty deep, 17. Uh, I've only yeah. I've, I've seen <laughs> maybe the first handful of episodes of the anime, but I haven't read any of it. Yeah, I do want to watch it, but I've just been into reading it. Yeah. So. No, I was enjoying it. We just got away from it. You know, I don't read a ton of manga, but I did just recently read the first volume of My Hero Academia. Have you read any of that? No, I have. I missed that train. Yeah, completely. The library was doing like a like a teen book club on that, and so I just picked it up and and read it just so I know you know what what they were talking about, and I did like it. I mean, it's just you know sort of a superhero school, and there's a guy who doesn't really have superpowers, but it's very earnest and ready to be a superhero. So <laughs> I, you know, I picked it up just because, but I, I would read more. Mm -hmm. I liked it. I read cool. a few. Like I got to finish. Attack on Titan is finishing. Okay. So I've got to finish that yeah. before I can watch you any other catch anime. <laughs> I've read some of the, like the tie-in, like I just read volume one of Batman and the Justice League, the manga. I really enjoyed the Leia Princess of Alderaan manga and the Star Wars Rebels stuff. So I've read a lot of that stuff, but mm. in the more like, you know, legit manga world, I haven't I haven't done too much outside of My Hero Academia recently. I've finished some runs recently. I was doing a uh, sort of a book club read off on Immortal Hulk with Eric, who you're married to. Fifty yes. issue series uh, starts one way, ends another. It was a it was a wild ride. I'm glad to have read it. I don't know that I would rate the series as a whole high, because I feel like. Much like the series Lost, which I know you love the ending, and we're not going to get into it. I do. It sets well, things up. I don't love it, but I accept it. <laughs> it set th sets things up in the beginning, and then it sort of ends answering different questions than it initially asked. And it just kind of like changes mm. along the way. I still enjoy it, and I love I love a good Hulk story. And there, there was a lot of good Hulk stuff in there. I also finished Astonishing X-Men. Have you read any of Astonishing X-Men? I don't think so. When it came out, it was sort of... I don't know. This title, I feel like, went a little more mainstream than comics tend to go. It seems like everybody read the first couple of volumes of Astonishing X-Men. And, and I, I did, too. And then I didn't. You know, I read maybe the first three volumes or something like that, and I just got away from it. So over the last year or so, I was like, you know what? That's a, that's a contained run. I'm just going to finish the whole thing. And just yesterday, actually, I read the last volume. And it is just a, boy, talk about a glow down. By the end of it, you're just like, please stop making issues of this series. It just <laughs> is not good by the end. Like it's very, the first couple of volumes are very cohesive 
And then after that, it's just kind of like, well, we'll tell this kind of story for a few issues. Well, we'll do this now. And he doesn't have an identity. I just don't know when to quit sometimes. I guess not. I have been having a fun time with... uh, DC had an imprint called Wonder Comics, and it was pretty much led by Brian Michael Bendis. There was a a series, Young Justice, um, Dial H for Hero, Wonder Twins, Amethyst, and a a Ginny Hex one-off. And Naomi, Naomi, which is adapted for a series on CW right now. I really loved Wonder Twins Volume 1 and Young Justice Volume 1 and Naomi, all really strong books. And while they do continue, um, particularly Wonder Twins and Naomi, uh, you could just read those first volumes and be good. But but they're a lot of fun. Is that that it for you with comics? I did. Well, there are some comics I've read this year that I can mention. Let's do it. Um, I read last year the trilogy by V.E. Schwab, her oh. Shades of, I think it's Shades of Magic yeah. trilogy. And I loved it so much. And then I found out that there are comics. There's three volumes of the Shades of Magic. And it's a prequel series that follows the king in that in the book series oh, as a okay. young man. Okay. And I I loved all of them. I rated them all five stars. So if you liked that series, I'm trying to think if you need to have read the books. And I really, I think you could figure it out. Okay. Like, I think the jumping between Londons isn't isn't a thing in the the prequel series. So it's just a fun fantasy series if you haven't read it. I also read, after we watched the episode of What If... I oh. read the Marvel Zombies oh, barf. story. I hate Marvel Zombies. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I, I gave it four stars. Okay. so That's it for me, though. Okay. I want to mention, I've been really enjoying Marvel's digital exclusive stuff. On, I have the Marvel Unlimited app, and they have a series called, um, well, it's not a series, but more of like an imprint uh, called Infinity Comics. And they're specifically designed for phone scrolling. Like they, they scroll up and down. Oh. It's like an infinite scroll. Yeah. And they're, oh, you read It's Jeff. That's an infinite, that's an, it's Jeff. It, that's yeah. an infinity comic, which is, that's more of a goofy comic strip style about a little shark who just wants to fit in. It's the best. I love it. But there's a lot of, there's a lot of series like that that are a lot of fun. My favorite is Spiderbot. And it's kind of similar to It's Jeff in that it's a little like quick bite kind of, <laughs> quick bite because he's a shark. Uh, <laughs> just little, Little short stories about Spider-Man's little, like, drone bots that he uses on missions. They're just the main character of it, and I like it. It works a lot. Uh, I just read a Deadpool one that was cool. And, in fact, just guest hosted an episode of Previously on X-Men where we talked all about Deadpool, the Invisible Touch. You can go find that wherever you find your podcasts. Uh, So I I really like those. They're perfect for, like, reading in bed or something to just kind of, like, zoom, zoom, Mm -hmm. zoom. I like it a lot. And it's I like that they're actually... Like, they've adapted it specifically for, like, a phone. I think that's just clever, and I don't know why it's taken as long as it has to do anything like that. But here we are. Yeah. Two more comics to mention. Here we are. What a time to be alive. I know. I read El Defo, which is a junior graphic novel. It's about a little girl who has hearing issues. She has, I can't remember. She has a a childhood illness that makes it so her hearing is very limited. And it's set in the 70s, 80s. And so the hearing aid she has to wear is like a big thing around, like she wears on a necklace, this big thing and like wire kind of headphones go into her ears. And so, you know, that just how she navigates things socially, kids start calling her El Defo, like to make fun of her. And she sort of adopts it. And it's like, that's Mm -hmm. her superhero persona. 
Mm. Again, this was another library pick for the for sort of like the eight to twelve year olds, and I read along and just really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was really cool and just a good way to show kids a different perspective of of different people's experiences. And so I thought that was great. And then Run by John Lewis. This is a continuation of the March series, which won every award known to man. And this is just continuing on the story of John Lewis and the ongoing fight for civil rights. Really well done. Nice. Kendra, let's talk sitcoms. Let's do it. What, do you, what are you sitcoming at the moment? We've been watching, I feel like it's on a break right now, but we've been watching Home Economics. Okay. Uh, which is on its second season. Okay. Who's and in that? It's Topher Grace. Mm. Okay. Um, I haven't seen it, but I know the one you mean. Yeah. So Sheer Zameda's in it. She was on SNL. Oh, I love her. While. Yeah. How do you feel about that 90s show? I don't know. Yeah. I feel like, I wish they would just make it its own thing mm. like not connect it to that 70s show yeah. but i don't know yeah i've been wanting to rewatch that 70s show and it is nowhere to stream no you have to purchase it no the dvd and it's... i used to have it and i apparently got rid of it oh, like no. a crazy person wow that is crazy yeah i remember when you got that for christmas one year wow it, no eric just bought it for he just found it oh okay and bought it for yeah me, yeah that's, i was with him DVD. when he did that yeah i remember that yeah. and i got rid of it Wow. I guess because I can't find it anywhere. Wow, wow. <laughs> I know. Okay. That's crazy. I have been. I think uh, along with my uh, my inability to just binge read, I have felt the same way about like dramas and things. So I've been in a big sitcom zone. That's why I'm asking you. So are you ready for my long list? Do it. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna hit you with them all. Okay. Ghosts. Okay on Paramount Plus or CBS, I guess. It's based on a British show, and it's about this couple who inherit an old uh, house. They're going to turn it into a bed and breakfast. The wife has a head injury, that, and then when she wakes up, she can see all the ghosts that have like haunted this property for centuries. Doesn't seem like it should work, and it works so well. <laughs> uh, also on CBS, Young Sheldon. I know you never got into the Big Bang Theory, uh, but again... Not. I think Young Sheldon, you don't have to know anything about The Big Bang Theory. It's just a good early 90s set sitcom about a quirky family, and I really like it. I think it's really cool. Uh, newer stuff, Grand Crew, we, we're watching on Hulu right now. Really fun, just about this group of friends. Nicole Byer? Yeah. Uh, Echo Kellum, that's his name, who's, who's the main oh. character in that. He was also in Arrow. He was Mr. Terrific in the Arrowverse. Really funny, though. Really funny stuff. Single Drunk Female, also a lot of fun. That's Freeform, I think. Uh, it's about this girl who, you know, it's just gets, like, her alcoholism gets to be so much of a problem that she loses her job and has to move back to her small town, or she's just trying to, like, you know, get her drinking under control mm-hmm. and get her life under control, uh, which none of that sounds like the premise for a funny yeah. show, but it's actually, <laughs> you know, it's, it's good and interesting. How I Met Your Father, I, I've been really liking. I know you're a big Hillary Duff fan, Kendra. I How watched you... the first three episodes, maybe yeah. four, and I just haven't gone back to it. Yeah. I think I it... don't know. I don't know what it is that I'm not liking. So it's not great. You know, I wouldn't be like, oh, you have mm-hmm. to watch this. And I think even though the original How I Met Your Mother went on for way too long and I don't think would hold up if you watched it again, it does a lot of the things that that show did. It makes me a little nostalgic for that show. I think if we wouldn't have just been like doing other things and the next episode started, we probably wouldn't have watched more. But I'm kind of glad we did because mm. I feel like it's settling into its own thing. 
Uh, and then I'm also watching, I saw it when Blackish first started, I watched like the first season and then got away from it, but it's all on Disney plus now. And I loved mm. it, you know? And so I'm, I've been going through that. And then uh, I'm just recently discovered fresh off the boat, which I never watched when it was I've on. I've heard that is so funny. It's really funny. Yeah. I'm only in the first season right now. When I'm at work and I like bring my lunch, I usually like bring that up on my phone and watch Fresh Off the Boat while I eat at my desk. That's a little window into my life. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> Let's talk dramas, uh, Kendra. I do have a couple oh, other. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hold on. I have a I'm couple sorry. other funny shows. Okay. Um, I have been watching It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. I've never seen which, a frame. If you can believe it, you would not like it at okay, all. Okay, thank um, you. But <laughs> there's 15 seasons of it on Hulu, and yeah. they're still going. They're still making new episodes. Wow. So I'm on season thir- – and each season is only like 10 to yeah. 13 episodes long. Like number. a lot of them are actually like eight or nine episodes. It's a perfect So number. I really think you would hate it, Nick. <laughs> but um, why? I'm, no, I'm curious. Why? Why would I hate it? It's very crude. Very, oh. very crude. And they're, it's just about five people who are – the most selfish and disgusting people ever oh, that doesn't um, sound great getting into shenanigans do you so, think i'm a prude it's kind of like it's like seinfeld <laughs> but they're worse people oh. <laughs> <laughs> i've also uh we got away from abbott elementary but i was loving oh, oh, okay, it so yeah. we're definitely we're definitely going to go back to it um and we also have been watching on paramount plus detroiters which Hmm. There was, I think there's two seasons. Yeah. And it was canceled a while ago, but it's... Um, it's Tim Robinson, right? Tim Robinson and... I know, I can't think of his name either. I've Hold been watching on, that actor. He's in After Party as well, which I've been watching on Apple. Yeah, he's, he's so funny. He I is. have loved him since his first second on Veep. Yep, Veep. He's been one of my favorite yeah. people. Sam Richardson. There you go. Okay. <laughs> so Sam Richardson, Tim Robinson, there's two seasons... On Paramount Plus, it is so funny. Okay, I love it so much. Nice. I think we've stopped watching it because we're getting close to the yeah. end. And we don't want to be done with it. So that's on Paramount Plus, and then I we've also been watching Star Trek Lower Decks. Love it. Um, which is a sitcom. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I'd count it as a sitcom. <laughs> um, also on Paramount Plus. Okay. Very funny. Let's okay, stick. Let's, now dramas. Yeah, let's stick with Star Trek and transition into dramas. So I just finished Star Trek Discovery season four. Man, that show. I hated it, then I kind of liked it, and then I hated it, and then I really hated it. And now you're back to hating it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, then I'm glad I haven't gone back to no, it. No, <laughs> I, I just, I wouldn't really recommend it. I will say the spinoff that's coming out, Strange New Worlds, with Anson Mount as, as Chris Pike, I am excited about that. And they've said it's going to be more episodic and more like akin to the original series, so I'm all in for it. Star Trek Picard, which I hated in the first season... The second season, I'm kind of like, whatever. Yeah, it's not the show I want it to be, but sure. Let's follow these guys on a kooky time travel adventure. Why not? So I've got to, we've got to get back to that. I'm actually having a decent time with it. The Star Trek that I will recommend, though, is Star Trek Prodigy, which is the animated series that is um, on, it's like a Nickelodeon Paramount, like co-production. 10 episodes, I want to say 10 episodes are out right now. Kate Mulgrew is back as a Janeway or rather a hologram of Catherine Janeway. It's just good. I mean, it's just a good <laughs> sci-fi show. And what's really nice about it is that my son is like 100% on board for it. Like he'll be like, what day is it? Oh, is there a new Star Trek prodigy? 
you know, and it's just kind of fun <laughs> because like we all like it, you know, on the same amount. So that's that's really cool. Nice. Here are some of my other. Apple Plus is hidden out of the park for me. I'm just enjoying everything that's on there. They've got so many things coming out that I want to see. But we just finished After Party, mm. which was fun. I think it probably would have been a better movie than a series, but still fun. And I'm absolutely loving Severance with um, Adam Scott. Everybody is. I got to I gotta just. You got to get on I board. I do. I, I just, I don't know. With dramas, I just have to be in the right mood yeah. for it. Yeah. And I... I don't know. I've been watching. I feel like I've been watching Always Sunny or SpongeBob while I work during the day. <laughs> I feel like that's all my brain has been able to. Okay, handle. one or the other. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, I've been watching on Hulu the Dropout. Starring oh, okay. Amanda Seyfried. Yeah. Playing the woman who ran the company Theranos and was a big liar, and she's in big trouble. Yeah. It's really good, and Amanda Seyfried is perfect. Yeah. Because if you don't know anything about her. And I do not. She, her voice starts out normal. And as she like gets going into this company, she like is trying to change her persona and look like Steve Jobs. So she starts wearing black turtlenecks and she brings her voice down several registers. Oh, wow. And just like without explanation, starts talking in a lower voice. It's bold. And Amanda Seyfried does it perfectly. It's so good. So I had actually read the book back then. Look at you. By John somebody, I want to say Carrion is his last name. I read it like two years ago and then now the show is out. So I'm like, oh, I like know all about this because I read the book. (laughs) Also, I recently watched on Netflix Criminal UK. Oh, I've seen that. Uh, And I definitely want to watch the other uh, criminal shows. There's like Criminal Spain, Criminal Germany. Um, But I can't watch them during the day while I'm working because they are in other languages so i would have to actually look at the screen right, and right, pay attention yeah, yep. but i love it every episode is just they're interrogating a different person got it in an interrogation yeah, room yeah, and yeah. try you know and just trying to get them to confess or whatever and yeah i loved it i think i already told you about my binge of dope sick on, on Hulu oh, yes. with michael keaton <laughs> when i was really sick and i just like laid in bed and watched all of dope sick in one day Really, really great story. Michael Keaton does a great job, but the whole cast is just strong, really good, really interesting kind of show. I got to tell you, Kendra, I'm loving getting back to the, like, rather than a binge drop of episodes, having to wait, like, say, every Thursday for Star Trek Picard or every Friday for Severance, Mm. whatever it is. It's kind of nice to have that structure back in my life again. Yeah, it, it definitely is. I feel like we're kind of half and half now I know. with a lot of things. Yeah. And and it's kind of nice. Like, I have the ones that I'm like, I know it's all there and I can watch it. But, like, the dropout comes out every Thursday. Yep. And I have not watched this week's episode. Yep. So, yeah, I know what you mean. I don't know if I've talked about it on this podcast that I watched the Kristen Bell show, The Woman in the Window Across oh. the Street. From the Woman in the Window or whatever it is. Yeah. Um, and it, I mean, it is a spoof of that kind of thing, right? I mean, it's it, meant. It yeah. is, it is. But I feel like it walks the line of like it's got that intense feel, but okay. also it's got Kristen Bell just like narrating nonsense. Yeah, <laughs> and it's. I think it's worth the watch. Okay. I thought it was really funny okay especially if you like those kind of books, like you know, Girl on the Train, The Woman mm-hmm. in the Window. I think I think you will enjoy that okay i finally watched the british office 
Oh, I had wow. never seen it before. Now listen, and people, I... if you don't know how deep Kendra goes in on the American office, just picture a number of times that is reasonable to rewatch that show, multiply it by a factor of five, and you've got Kendra in the American office. So now you've gone full circle and seen the original. I watch the American office pretty much every day of my life. Right. At least one episode. Yeah. It's not it's um, not healthy. It's not good for you, but <laughs> And so I I had never seen The British Office. Um, I had been told that I wouldn't like it because I liked The American Office so well. So I've kind of just been like, whatever. But I was in between shows and I was like, you know what? I'm going to do it. And it's so funny. Yeah, it is. It's pretty good. <laughs> I understand now why people thought it wasn't going to work in America. Yeah. Because there is so much, so many jokes made that. Yeah just would not fly True. on american tv yeah. um i think but, its overall tone is more mean-spirited than the american office too yeah you know i yeah i agree and a lot of people have talked about like they had to make michael scott like he's an idiot but he's good at his job right. whereas david brent is just an idiot and bad at his job but right. somehow he still keeps his job yeah and that wouldn't have worked in america right um so i'm, I'm glad i finally watched it I think it's hilarious. I did not realize that the guy who plays Gareth, who is the Dwight character, is in is the guy from all the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah. movies. Yeah. I didn't realize that until I watched the first episode. And yeah. I was like, oh man. It's funny. Um, and it's the, funny how the close. Cam character, she's been in a bunch of stuff yeah. now too. Yeah. Of course Martin Freeman. So. Sure. Yeah, yeah, she's um yeah. I think if I guess with Wonder Woman, you know, she's she's at a candy in, in Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. But I think it's interesting how close the pilots are. Like, they're almost you know, yeah. very few. And also the ending, the way the American office ends really mirrors the way the original ends. So, yeah. well, you did it. Good mm-hmm. for you. I did it. Yeah, finally. Good for you. <laughs> I've been going back and catching up on Batwoman. Ooh. I watched the first season pretty regularly with Ruby Rose. And then when there was that whole casting shakeup and everything, we started the second season. And I was enjoying it but they were still they were kind of trapped in explaining the major change and so the first couple episodes of the season feel so clunky of like well there's a different batwoman now but all the characters are still you know and so it's a little like okay we get it by the time you get to the middle of the season they're really kind of finding their groove and i'm liking it i haven't seen the third season at all and i'm just finishing up the second and i don't think it's been renewed for a fourth yet it's kind of in limbo at the moment but but I'm digging it. That's been fun. Uh, the thing that maybe I'm most excited to watch right now is Shining Veil, which is on Stars, and it's yeah uh, it's with uh, Courtney Cox, Courtney right? Cox and Greg Kinnear. Yep, and it and it a lot of homages to The Shining. Courtney Cox plays a, you know an alcoholic writer, and they go to this um, you know it's not a ski resort up in the mountains but they buy this old house kind of in a small town and she's like i just got to focus on my writing so a lot of a lot of parallels there it also straddles a line between comedy and horror really well Mm. i mean both greg kinnear and courtney cox are just like hitting it out of the park all the time their chemistry is really good together and the switch between like this is funny this is scary they're really nailing so i would I, you know, I I think it's I think only four episodes have aired at our time of recording now, but I'm 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 in for it. So let's keep going. Nice. Yeah. I watched two season, the only two seasons. They're filming the third season of a British show called All Creatures Great and Small. Yeah. 
which apparently there was an old show. They're remaking it now. There's a bunch of books. Yeah, based on books, um, yeah. And it, I, I love it. It's got, like, the same dakes, I guess, as, like, Downton Abbey. Okay. Um, but there's a lot of cute animals because it's about their vets in the countryside. So they're helping animals. But there's also some drama. So I loved that. And I also watched PBS recently did Around the World in 80 Days with David Tennant. Oh, and okay. that was really good. It's only like seven or eight episodes, but I really enjoyed it. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to talk movies now? Yes, let's talk movies. You're going to beat me on movies because I was looking Here, through. Do you want to see my list of yes. the movies I've watched this year? Oh, Oh, Here see, I need to do this, Kendra. I need to do this every year. Yes, you do. Year. You got to get a bullet journal. I Hold... need to put my stars. Yeah, you do. Hold that up. Yeah, I've also seen Tick, Tick, Boom. I didn't include that on mine. And I've seen Encanto. Look at that. So many. Look at that. Let me tell you the Let me tell you the movies that I've seen, Kendra, and then I'm just going to let you go hog wild. Okay. <laughs> I watched okay. Being the Ricardos, directed by Aaron Sorkin with uh, Javier Bardem and Nicole Kidman. We're going to watch that tomorrow. I think, uh, I think it's, uh, it's really fascinating performances from Javier Bardem and Nicole Kidman. I don't think it's a great story. I think it breaks off like Mm -hmm. it takes several things about the I Love Lucy era and sort of melds them into all of this is coming to head in one week. And so because of that, I feel like it's not really about any one of those things. And any one of those things could have been a good movie. So I I just don't think it balances its plot lines correctly Mm. uh, for my taste anyway. Do you think as a non-expert about I Love Lucy that I will feel the same? Or do you think just because you know so much, it bugged you? Well, Kendra, we've been to the Lucy Desi Museum together. So I know know, you've got got some knowledge here. Um, No, I don't think it's, I don't think it's really because I know things about I Love Lucy. I just think, I just think the, the plot points that they bring up aren't really fully fleshed out. And so I don't think you're left with a full picture of any of them. But I'll be interested mm. to see what you think. Watch The Tender Bar, directed by George Clooney, starring Ben Affleck and others. Mm. Loved it. That's probably my oh, favorite good. movie that I've seen this year. I like that one oh, a wow. lot. Yeah, I really liked it. Watched House of Gucci with Lady Gaga and Adam Driver. Eh. Father, son, and House of Gucci. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen it yet? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Did, did you like it? Yeah, it was fine. It was fine. Like when you walk yeah. away. I mean, Adam Driver and Lady Gaga, I thought were great. Again, but... yeah, great performances. But like, I don't know anything more about Gucci, I guess, than I did before. And I don't really know yeah. what you're supposed to have learned. But anyway, mm-hmm. I saw The Batman <laughs> and loved it. The Batman. I loved it too. Such a bad attitude. I really loved it. And I, I was am... I was so pumped for this movie that I was scared that I was going to watch it and be sad afterwards because it was bad, but I loved it. I was the exact opposite. I was like, I don't need another moody, broody Batman movie. I went with my brother and my brother-in-law uh, for a birthday thing. And I was kind of like, yeah, let's go see the Batman. I've got three hours to kill. And I walked away being like, I think I loved that. It was like one of those things where half hour in, I was like, am I loving this? Do yeah. I love this movie? See, you needed, you needed the right Moody Broody. I guess so. You needed Robert Pattinson. That's who you needed. <laughs> Apparently, Kendra. <laughs> Apparently. Do I need to go watch Water for Elephants now? What's my life? I've been wanting to rewatch that, actually. Because okay. I've only seen it once, like okay. forever ago. Uh, and then finally, I saw Deep Water with Ben Affleck and 
Anna de Armas. Just came out. You wow, you've already yeah. watched it. Yeah. Wow. Uh, it is That's based. On my list. It's based on a Patricia Highsmith novel from like the fifties. Uh, oh. Yeah, and it doesn't. I mean, I think you can definitely. It definitely has that adapted from a book feel, but they don't have any trouble modernizing it. I don't think that I would rate it high. It. I don't know. It's hard. I guess it's one of those like terrible people doing terrible things kind of movies. And so when it ended, both my wife and I were just kind of like, yeah, boy, thems are the breaks, you know, <laughs> it was early. But well, ever, the, the commercials are calling it the sexy thriller of the year. Is that how you would categorize it? The sexy thriller of the year? It's definitely sexual. Uh, I don't know that I found it particularly <laughs> sexy or particularly <laughs> thrilling. Okay. I don't know. I, I feel like another weird thing that's happened, like over the last maybe 10 years or so, I'm like, I guess I really like Ben Affleck. Mm, I don't know. Interesting. Like early 2000s me would have been like, what? But I don't know. Most of the things I see Ben Affleck in now, I'm like, yeah, that's a really good performance. And I love his directing. See, I feel like I could take or leave Ben Affleck. Okay. Like, great. Ben Affleck is in this. Yeah. But I'm not going to the theater for, yeah. for Ben Affleck. Have you seen so. The Town? Yes. I love I the, like town. the town. I don't think the town gets enough. I don't know. I think Argo might be my favorite Ben Affleck movie. Oh, really? Movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. See, I feel like his performance in Argo, he's doing a great job of the guy he's playing, but that guy was real, like, low-key monotone. And because yeah. of that, it was just, it felt a little boring to me. Mm, I was, interesting. I mean, I ended up really liking this Matt Reeves-directed Batman movie, but I was really excited about the idea of a Ben Affleck written and directed Batman I would have really liked to have seen that. I'm mm. sad we didn't get to. All right, Kendra. So sad. Your time has come. <laughs> Let me hear it. Well, a lot of these, because um, listeners to the show might know that I love the Oscars. Mm-hmm. I I try every year to be like, the Oscars are stupid. I hate them. But yeah. then I always love them. Wow. So uh, many of these I've been watching for the Oscars. So um, I'll start with The Power of the Dog which is on Netflix, starring Benedict Cumberbatch and Jesse Plemons and Kristen Dunst. You know who um, didn't like that movie? Sam Elliott. Not a fan. Yeah, Sam that's Elliott what didn't. I heard. He just he just really didn't like it. No, he didn't. Um, it, it's great. The cinematography is great. I mean, all the acting is great. I, I, I love when people who are married in real life are together in movies, and Jesse oh. Plemons and Kristen Dunst are married in real life. They sure are. Um, and, they are and they are together in this film. Uh-huh. So I would not be surprised if it took Best Picture. I wouldn't vote for it for Best Picture, but wouldn't be surprised. Okay. Tick, Tick, Boom. I I loved it. Mm. It was so good. Vanessa Hudgens, Andrew Garfield. Yeah. Five stars. Loved Andrew it. Garfield, he's having a he's having a year, I feel like. He really like. is. Yeah. He really is. I watched another movie with him in it that I'll talk about in a minute. Spider-Man? Um, let me see. <laughs> yes, I did watch Spider-Man. Um, Licorice Pizza, which we already talked about. Oh, yeah. I did not like I did, it. No, I, I didn't really dig Licorice Pizza, no. I loved it. I didn't want to see it, and I left being like, that was so good. I loved it. I so. love pizza. Yeah, sure. I didn't. I still don't understand the title. Did they mention Licorice Pizza at all in that movie? No, I don't think so. I have no idea. I don't know what the title means. Yeah, I never really thought about it. Um, we watched, this is not an Oscar nominee, but we watched Nobody starring, um... Bob Odenkirk? Yes, Bob Odenkirk. Okay. It's great. All right. It's got, like, a John Wick kind of feel to it. Yeah. Really good. I saw Scream 5 in theaters. Oh, wow. 
and didn't it's I mean, it's it's a scream movie, sure. so it's it's on the same. And I I enjoyed it, and I haven't seen three or four. I've okay. only seen <laughs> well, I've seen one all the way through. I've seen bits of two, never seen three and four. Okay, <laughs> so I had to read up on what happened in those before I saw it. But um, yeah, I had a good time with that. Oh goodness, there's just so many. Um, <laughs> uh, don't look up. Oh, right. Yeah, like Leo, Leonardo DiCaprio, and uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Lawrence. Nominated for Best Picture. Yeah. I enjoyed it. I think it was too long. Mm-hmm. I think it was way too long. That's always the but way. But I did enjoy it. Okay. Um, I watched Encanto, finally. Yeah, I've seen we're, that. <laughs> we're singing We Don't Talk About Bruno in my choir, and I was like, I guess I need to watch the yeah. movie because <laughs> we're singing this song. Yes. So I get it now. I, I enjoyed it. I thought it was cute it's not my new favorite disney movie or anything but i thought it was good okay here here's my list of oscar things i've watched spencer starring kristen stewart oh yeah i watched that too a plus yeah there you go there you did go. you like yeah. it i thought kristen stewart was just phenomenal but yeah I've, I've, i thought she was so good i think everything i i've seen a lot of kristen stewart indie movies and like everyone I've seen, I've been really impressed with her as an actress. I don't know. I feel like she's still suffering from the lack of street cred based on being in the Twilight movies. They both are. I think oh, she for sure. and Robert Pattinson sure. both. Like when I told my dad Robert Pattinson was Batman, he was like, Twilight is Batman? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he's done a lot of other things. That's true. Like Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. Um, but yeah, I thought she was amazing in this movie. The Lost Daughter, starring Olivia Coleman mm. and Dakota Johnson. They were both good. I found the movie to be slow and depressing. Oh, okay. Um, so I didn't really like it. Okay. The Eyes of Tammy Faye, starring Jessica Chastain and oh, Andrew I did Garfield. Want to see that. Yeah, Garfield. I did not want to watch it. Okay. I really didn't, but I was like, fine, I'll do it. And it was so good. Huh. They both are amazing and i feel like i would give best actress to jessica chastain okay i just think she i just think she went for it i think she deserves it i feel like though just from her role in in x-men dark phoenix she's not allowed to win any best actress awards after that (laughs) she has to be punished (laughs) she's got to dig herself out of that pit yeah (laughs) i also watched coda c-o-d-a which is on Apple Plus yeah. and is nominated for Best Picture and for other awards. Yeah, that was a lot of awards. It was so good. Oh, okay. I loved it. We both went in thinking like, oh, this is going to be sad, but it really wasn't. Okay. That's it's, good to know. It It's a more hopeful, inspiring That's movie, one, so. because as I've already said, my love of the Apple Plus content, you know, uh, that's one that I've hovered over being like, should we watch it? And we just haven't yet, so... We finally did it the other night. We had kind of been avoiding it because, again, we just we just thought it was going to be sad and yeah. we weren't in the mood for that. But it's really it's really not. Yep. Cyrano, we just saw. Oh, okay, theaters. with Peter Dinklage. Yeah. With Peter Dinklage. Yeah. I liked it. My husband really liked it. Okay. The music, I think, is is good. I I want to listen to it all again because mm. there were definitely some standout songs. I just thought it was good, not great. I yeah. guess. Okay. But. It, I, it's worth the watch, I okay. think. And it's nominated for like best makeup and or costumes or something. So you go all in with these Oscar noms. Yeah, well here's some here's some documentaries I've watched. Hit me. <laughs> um Summer of Soul, which I think oh, might I did take want to it, see that, which, yeah. 
which is about a concert event yeah. like Woodstock that happened in Harlem right. pretty much the week after Woodstock. It was filmed and the film sat in a basement for 50 years Jeez. and now they've brought it out. So this, no one's ever seen it. Wasn't um, this put they, together they by Questlove, like from the roots? It was. Yeah. Yes, okay. It was. I would not be surprised if that takes it. Okay. Um, but the Attica documentary, it's just called Attica, oh. was also very good. Okay. I didn't really, like I knew what Attica was, like I knew it was about a prison revolt, but yeah. I did not know specifics. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have people, you know, prisoners from the prison are interviewed. Oh, wow. Like today. And they just like take you through what happened. It's crazy. It's upsetting as well. So, you know, just be aware of that. Some other documentaries, Lead Me Home is on Netflix. It's about homelessness in um, some of the major cities in America. Okay. Very, very sad, but very sure. eye-opening. Audible is probably my favorite documentary short. It is about, it follows a football team at a school for the deaf. Oh. And they're like the best football team in the state. Interesting. Um, and so it's following the students and... Yeah. I, I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, and then just some of the other shorts I've watched. The Long Goodbye, which stars Riz Ahmed, who actually has a lot of, has several things because he's in this, but he also produced, I think, the animated movie Flea, F-L-E-E, okay. which I just watched yesterday. Flea is nominated for Best Animated Movie, Best International Film, and Best Documentary, Oh wow. I think. It's nominated for in three different categories. It was very, it was very good, but again, it's 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 heavy. It's about a a family trying to escape from Afghanistan. Oh wow! And just their their struggle to get like they go to Russia, they get stuck in Russia for a while, then they try to get smuggled out to meet their family, and it's very intense. But the yeah. animation is amazing. Okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> the last one I'll mention is The Long Goodbye, starring Riz Ahmed. It is on YouTube. It is all of 11 minutes long. It's nominated for Best Live Action Short. And I don't really want to say anything about it. It's upsetting to watch. Mm. But Riz Ahmed does this, like, speech at the end that is just so good. I would would give it. I would give it Best Live Action Short, I think. So, yeah, it's on YouTube. A lot of these are on YouTube or um, Netflix. Hulu. I mean, they're just, they're places. You can go and find everything. So, uh, yeah. At this point, I would probably give, I personally would give Best Picture to Coda or Belfast or Power of the Dog, probably. Okay. I don't know which I'm gonna, <laughs> which I'm gonna guess. Well, you've given us a lot to think about. I also wanted to say, um, if you are a daily game fan like Wordle, okay. um, every day, I play Wordle, but my husband also found two movie-related ones. Oh, that's so fun. So there's this one called Box Office Game, where each day it gives you a different week. And, like, today was, like, October 13th, 2003 or something. And you have to guess the top five box office movies of that week. Um, and you can, like, reveal things for hints, and it, like, takes points away if you reveal things. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got my highest score ever today. <gasps> All by myself. I didn't wow. look anything up. I didn't ask Eric any questions. Way to go. I just, yeah, I was pretty proud. Mission and there's another one called Framed, 
where they show you just a still from a movie and you have to guess that's um, cool the movie and you get you get like five guesses and if uh-huh. you get it wrong it keeps showing you another still i see all right Ooh, i just talked a lot no good all good content i love it yeah i like the sound <laughs> of these games as well that sounds pretty good all right well uh, a lot of the things we mentioned we have right here in the david a Howe public library you can come and check them out or maybe they've been ordered if you yeah. want it and we don't have it tell us and we'll get it they'll do Not it you, kendra because you you chose to move far away. Uh, <laughs> I still have my library card. Local, I still can use your limit. That's true. Respect. I love it. <laughs> I love it. Uh, big news coming up here at the library. If you're local, if you're anywhere in the area, on April 8th, the best-selling author Susan Wiggs is going to be here in person, IRL, right wow. here at the David A. Howe Public Library. Yes. Uh, her books, The Lakeshore Chronicles, super popular. Her most recent, The Lost and Found Bookshop, we're currently doing as a book club. I'm right in the middle of it right now. We're going to be doing that uh, the day before she arrives. She's going to do a talk, which is free and open to everyone. And then after that, the friends of the library are throwing a little fundraising uh, reception afterwards where you can, you know, get some food, meet the author, get your book signed. We have the Bookworm Bookshop from up in East Aurora coming down to We'll Have Copies. You're welcome to bring your copy to have signed. Or if you'd like to purchase some of her more recent stuff, you can do that as well. We've got raffles going on so you can get her books. Lots of good stuff, re Susan Wiggs happening at the library. I just read one of her, it's like a novella called The Story of Us. And it's about this couple and he's in the Navy, I want to say. And so they have kind of a quick marriage, you know, a fast courtship, quick marriage. And then it kind of, even though it's a novella, it sort of follows them for the next 30 years or so. Mm. Really well done. Really well done. So if you haven't read her before and you're looking for sort of a quick bite sample, I would really recommend The Story of Us by Susan Wiggs, available digitally, you know, all over the place. So you can check that out. Awesome. Yeah. We're rolling into poetry month. So Malik's going to be back in a couple of weeks. We're going to be looking at some poetry. Might get him to do a poetry reading again of his original stuff. Nice. So you can find Kendra every week on the podcast 9021 Here We Go with me. (gasps) Or 90s Music Got Me Like with my old friend and co-host, Eric Nichols. (laughs) Yeah, it's a good time. Kendra, always fun to talk to you. Nice to pull double duty here as we've just recorded a conversation we might have had in the real world. <laughs> yeah. So I'm sure I'll be telling you, know, you more about the Oscars uh, since they are this weekend. I believe you will. So, yep. That's right. Thanks to my guest, Kendra Mickles. That's going to do it for this week's episode of How's Things. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.